Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. Here we go. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Alien Zoo Survival Edition. My name is Chris, and thanks for listening. I thought for this episode I'd record live from the forest. And as you can hear, I'm sorry, the babbling of the brook. It's babbling a little too loudly, but hopefully you can still hear this podcast. Um, I've got some survival necessities, some vegan jerky and a survival straw. So I'm good for a day or two, at least. No matter where you go in the world, you will come across tales and legends of so-called wild men and wild women Creatures close to being human, but still maintain an animalistic lifestyle. Humanoid in appearance, but still something unhuman about them. Civilization scares them, I totally get that. And they prefer to live in the wilderness, where they have a much better opportunity to hide from said civilization. But, once in a while, at strange times and under bizarre circumstances, these wild beings will come into contact with us normie humans. And this is when we get these sightings and encounters, the ones I'm about to go over. In the realms of mythology, the Greeks and the Romans had wild humanoid beasts such as satyrs and fauns. Early Anglo-Saxons named the creatures Woodywasa, which translates to woodman. There are even medieval paintings and sculptures portraying hairy, aggressive-looking wild men. Short man extraordinaire, Marco Polo, returned from his travels with tales of forest men who had tails. When Europeans discovered the New World, and those are very big quotation marks around discovered, it is said that wild men were already there, which I absolutely believe. Now what I have for you today is an overview of some significant sightings of these so-called wild men. I'll be going through specific dates and the occurrences that happened during those said dates. These could, be very easy, these could very easily be species of Bigfoot or perhaps another type of humanoid cryptid. This will most likely be a two-part series um, at some point because I'm going over accounts from that start in the 18th century and end in the 1970s, okay? Now, some of these have very little info or details, so you'll just have to use your imagination, which can be a lot of fun if you have an imagination. All right, so why don't we begin? 18th century. Delaware tribesmen in Ohio, that's a little confusing, warned white settlers about hairy humanoids of the forest, strongly advising them that, quote, they had to leave out food for the wild ones of the woods to keep the peace. I think we should still do that to this day. 1784. 
The Times of London published an article describing the capture of a scruffy, hairy humanoid by Aborigines at Lake of the Woods, which is part of present-day Ontario, Canada. April 23, 1793. A report from the Western Territories, which is now present-day North Carolina, describes numerous sightings of wild men. Quote, between 12 and 15 feet high, and in shape in a shape resembling a human being, except the head, which is in equal proportion to the body. Its feet are about two feet long and hairy, which is of a dark color. Its eyes are exceedingly large and open and shut up and down its face. The hair of its head is about six inches long, stands straight up. Its nose is what is called Roman, end quote. And I'm not sure what the hell that means. A Roman no I don't know. Several of these beasts were reported, and some were even allegedly shot while attacking settlers. These settlers called these creatures Yahoo, which I think is just what they yelled when they killed them. You know, very proud. August 30th, 1818. Residents of Ellisburg, New York, cited, quote, an animal resembling the wild man of the woods, end quote. It was covered in thick hair that stooped forward when running and left wedge-shaped prints. 1829, a 13-foot-tall wild man was reportedly cornered and killed in a Georgia swamp. Damn, I wish we had more information on that one. Now, sometimes in the, sometime in the 1830s, a wild child was frequently seen around and in Indiana's Fish Lake, which is present-day LaPorte County, and near Bridgewater, Pennsylvania. The bizarre humanoid, quote, had the appearance of a child seven or eight years old, though somewhat slimmer, possibly malnourished, and covered entirely by hair, end quote. Its semi-human its semi-human features did not prevent hunters from trying to shoot the hairy kid, but luckily it eluded them. Humans have always been trigger happy, and it's just crazy. 1834. A wild man of gigantic stature surfaces in eastern Arkansas, with sightings in Green, Poinsett, and St. Francis counties. The thing ling lingered for nearly two decades and was seen many, many times. The last recorded sighting, which happened in March 1851, was reported by two Green County hunters who saw the wild man chasing some cattle. Aw, that's cute. Plain. Newspapers speculated that, quote, he was a survivor of the earthquake disaster which desolated that region in 1811. Interesting. Perhaps the awakening of a prehistoric humanoid? Very cool. Some modern researchers, such as Bernard Huvelmans and Mark Hall, believe that wild man sightings could be small populations of primitive pre-humans, such as Neanderthal or Homo erectus, which have been presumed extinct. May 13th, 1849, a trapper called One-Eye Bascombe, 
Ah, reliable witness. Glimpsed a, quote, strange critter in swamps near present-day Eagletown, Oklahoma. His description of the critter generally conformed to other wild man sightings, which was pretty typical appearance up to this point. You know, tall, gangly, hairy. January 2nd, 1855. A hairy, man-like creature 18 inches tall was reportedly captured at Waldeboro, Maine. 18 inches. The incident was reported four months later by a newspaper in Washington. The wild man's fate is unknown. A tiny wild man? Huh. My money was, it was, you know, probably crushed fairly quickly. 1856. A wild man reportedly ambushed a man on a horse riding near the Arkansas-Louisiana border, dragging the man from his horse, scratching and biting him before it mounted up and rode away. Wait, the wild man mounted up? Okay, all right, so we got these wild men who can ride horses. 1860s, a shaggy seven-foot, quote, giant of the hills, end quote, was frequently seen in the Otasha, the Ochita Mountains of Arkansas, said to live in caves along the Saline River. Sometime after 1865, local settlers supposedly captured the beast, dressed it in clothes, and threw it in the Benton Jail. Ah, American justice. The wild man reportedly escaped, but was soon recaptured, but no further details are available. I'm sure the story doesn't end well for the creature, though. Late 1860s. Residents of the Arcadia Valley, which is now Crawford County, Kansas, reported frequent encounters with a wild man or gorilla, which they nicknamed Old Chef. I'd watch that show in a heartbeat. Also in the 1860s, the late 1860s, trackers in northern Nevada pursued a man-like object seen carrying a club and a dead rabbit. September 1869, a hunter stalking an animal east of Davenport, Iowa, saw an ugly, sandy-haired wild boy catching and eating fish from a river. 1870. A wild man was seen but eluded capture in Crow Canyon near California's Mount Diablo, which is now Contra Costa County. Searchers found 13-inch footprints where the thing had walked. June 1870. Hunters following, quote, very large barefoot tracks of a human being, end quote, captured a wild man in Frontier County, Nebraska. They found on him a heavy club and briefly detained him while providing food. Here's what was reported at the time, quote, none could tell by his language to what nationality he belonged, nor where he came from or stayed. The imprisoned creature was soon released, and a local scribe declared nothing more was seen of him for several years. A large skeleton was found in a canyon near Moorefield, which was supposed, which supposedly were the remains of the wild man, who must have died unwept and alone. That's what the article said, unwept and alone. Sounds like heaven. 1878. The Metropolitan Theater of Louisville, Kentucky, exhibited a creature billed as, quote, the wild man of the woods, end quote, which was allegedly captured in Tennessee. Advertisement described it as a six foot five inch tall, 
creature covered with fish scales. Oh, a fish-type wild man. A lot of current researchers dismiss this tale as a hoax. I assume because it being one of the only wild men with scales that we've, we've heard of. October 1879. Two hunters in Vermont's Green Mountains met a wild man they described as about five feet high, resembling a man in form and movement, but covered all over with bright red hair and having a long scraggling beard and very wild eyes. They fired on it, obviously, like immediately, producing fierce cries of pain and rage. Well, that's understandable. The hunters then dropped their guns and fled the area. And the guns were never found again. I'm not sure if that's true. Early 1880s, a hunter named Jack Dover saw a seven-foot wild man picking berries near Happy Camp, California. Could have just been a hippie ahead of its time. 1885, hunters reported a hairy man eating deer flesh in the Cascade Mountains near Lebanon, Oregon. August 1893, a large wild man frightened residents of Rockaway Beach on Long Island, New York. January 1894, Multiple witnesses reported a six-foot wild man armed with a club prowling the forests around Dover, New Jersey. August 29, 1895. The Daily Press reported that a wild man had seized the traveler's horse, killed the animal, and dragged it away. This happened in Delamere County, New York. But here's the problem with this story. Delamere County doesn't exist. So I don't know what the hell's going on. April 1897, a wild man was seen numerous times in woods around Stout, Ohio. December 1904, four hunters spied a young wild man with long matted hair and a beard near Horn Lake on Vancouver Island, British Columbia. The creature fled at a very high speed through impenetrable brush. Well, apparently it wasn't impenetrable. March 1908, the Vancouver police reported a recent disturbance from Bishop's Cove. Here's the report. Quote, A monkey-like wild man who appears on the beach at night, who howls in unearthly fashion between intervals of calm digging, had been the cause of depopulating an Indian village. The Indians say they have tried to shoot it, but failed. End quote. 1951. A woman hiking along the Eel River north of Eureka, California, allegedly met a red-eyed hairy creature with the strange-looking fangs, strangest-looking, with the strangest-looking fangs that I have ever seen, says the woman. She later told Ivan Sanderson, who is a Scottish cryptozoologist extraordinaire, she told him, quote, however, the strangest thing was that he had on clothes. They were tattered and torn and barely covered him, but they were still there. Hmm, interesting. Nineteen seventy-one. Residents of Lawton, Oklahoma, sighted a tall, hairy figure dressed in clothes several sizes too small. Witnesses remarked on the creature's ability to jump twelve to fifteen feet in a single bound. Wow. Now. 
I will say, quite a few reports of wild men could simply be quick sightings of disheveled hermits or other types of people who had removed themselves from civilization for whatever reason. For example, in 1975, residents of Pulaski County, Arkansas, captured a wild man who turned out to be a transient lunatic, described in newspaper accounts as, quote, the wildest, greasiest, ugliest-looking, half-clad spe specimen of humanity it was our lot to behold, end quote. And I say to that, well, tell me what you really think. Now, here's the thing. After the 70s, obviously, sightings, be, you know, they continued. But it's getting more and more difficult to figure out, the, to filter out the hoaxes. Let me start that again. Now, after the 70s, sightings obviously continued. But it's getting more and more difficult to filter out the hoaxes. Seems like just about every country folk has a sighting story of a Bigfoot or a wild man or some other type of North American hominid or ape-like creature. So it's very difficult. That's why I stopped at the 70s. That's why. Okay. Well, I guess that does it for this episode live from the forest. I really hope everyone is staying safe and clean and secluded. And you know, with this quarantine in effect, it's a perfect opportunity for cryptids to come exploring places they wouldn't normally venture to. We just may have a spike in sighting soon after all this blows away. So again, thanks so much for listening, but I gotta go, I just spotted some delicious looking puddle water. So until next cryptid, and until this quarantine is over, wash your hands. Bye.